and Free Studio. This is the place where we all come together to discover our unique, special, and different. I call it our USD. To do that, I've brought some people along that can inspire us and share their USD and how it's driven their success. Today's guest is Christine May. She is the CEO of Gathered Foods. They are the makers of Good Catch. She has extensive consumer goods experience in the U.S., China, and Hong Kong, and she served as GM, strategy lead, marketing, sales, and operations. She's an investor, she's a mentor, she's a board member, and most importantly, she's a self-professed tiger mama. But to me, she started out as one of my career mentors and has since become a life mentor and friend. Welcome, Christine. Thank you so much for your invitation, Jen. Yes. I'm so glad to have you. So this is all about talking about, you know, our unique, special and different, that thing inside us that drives us. What would you say yours is? Well, you know, what's really interesting is you shared my nickname, Tiger Mom, Tiger Mom, and it was actually given to me about 10 years ago. And um, that is, I think, what is unique, special and different. Uh, I have a leadership legacy statement, which I'm happy to share with you. But, you know, personally and professionally, um, that Tiger Mama nickname is about um, this, this, this fierce commitment and dedication um, to delivering at your highest possible standards for yourself and for others. And I think that what's unique and special and different about me is that I live that through my professional life as well as my personal life. I have three children, and they will also probably attest to the fact that uh, I do demand uh, the highest of standards. But yet equally, it's it works two ways, because when um, you are demanding something from someone else, they also expect you to hold yourself to the highest of that standard. And um, I know that uh, I'm probably my worst critic. Um, and I'm pretty tough on myself, but, uh, you know, demand, uh, a, a high standard works two ways. Um, but equally for my teams, um, they know that, uh, I have a fierce protection of them too. So while I might be demanding, I'm also fiercely protective and uh, I only want what's best for them. And I will stand in front of them if there is, uh, um, something that needs to be uh, addressed uh, we're in it always together. So uh, in terms of unique and special, I think that that's something that uh, walks with me and permeates everything that uh, you know, I do and, and the way I act. I, I know that about you. I've always felt that way. Ever since we met, I just felt like you were in my corner. And you don't always get that, you know, that opportunity to have somebody that you know will be there wanting the best, expecting the best from you and of you. Uh, and that is certainly how I would describe you. You mentioned your legacy statement. Uh, you want to share that? I would love to hear it. Yeah, you know, um, many years ago, I had an opportunity um, to participate in an inaugural a training academy at Coca-Cola. And at that time, you know, as they were preparing their next generation of leaders, what they wanted to do was they wanted to bring uh, in what they call the system leaders. And system leaders are at Coca-Cola made by the company and the bottler. So it's, you can think of company plus bottler equals system. And so it was really important, uh, you know, in the next generation of leaders that we got to know each other uh, in kind of a separate uh, capacity than just in a boardroom. And so they chose uh, 25 people from 17 different countries from around the world. 
and we spent 41 days together. We were pulled out of our jobs. Uh, we were not allowed to do, you know, emails that had to do with our kind of day work. Uh, and we spent a week in Atlanta, a week in Chicago, a week in uh, Mexico City, and then also two weeks in India, uh, one week in Ahmedabad and one week in Hyderabad. And so we all joked, wow, you know, uh, we haven't spent this much time together since we were in college with a group of people. We had breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. Um, but what was interesting about this uh, training program, all type A personalities, Jim, and uh, the, the program uh, facilitator says, we are not going to share with you the deliverable yet. And of course, we all reacted with type A personalities. We actually want, you know, what's the deliverable? But this, we said, you know, we're not going to tell you what the deliverable is. It's because part of the reason why you're in this program for this length of time is because as leaders, you need to learn to listen. Right, because we are always so quick to try to jump to or provide a solution. Um, what was really important is that we said, you know, you need to stop and learn to listen. So if we told you what the deliverable is, you're only going to be focused on that. So you need to chill out and you need to, you know, go with the program and just kind of just try to absorb. It wasn't until day 38 out of the 41 days that they actually said, okay, what is uh, what is the deliverable? They said the deliverable is you've got to take everything that you learned in the past 38 days. There were formal classes, there were experiences, there were field trips that were done. Write your leadership legacy statement. And I will tell you, Jen, that this was perhaps and still is the most formative training program that I've ever been in. Um, it, my leadership legacy statement is listen, learn, and connect with your heart. Only then can you lead with authentic passion? So, you know, uh, it's about listening first. And you listen with more than your ears, right? Uh, you've got to listen by looking. Uh, you've got to listen by just understanding the situation. You've got to be really committed to learning. And then most importantly, you've got to connect. And for me, it's about connecting with my heart. Because, you know, you can have a lot of leaders that do this. But unless you are connected with your heart, people don't get it, right? I mean, they know that you, they need to know that you're invested. And if you're connecting with your heart, then you are um, connecting with an authenticity. I need to know that you're being real with me. I need to know that you're gonna give me real genuine feedback. And I need to know that, you know, you are uh, invested in uh, either the solution or the problem or whatever the situation is. And so for me, uh, this, this kind of lives through uh, everything that I do. Yeah, and I, I think you're an amazing listener. And, you know, when I, I've experienced you, you not only listen, but you, you, you do care. You know, and that gets back to this tiger mama, uh, plus uh, your legacy statement. I mean, your, uh, your leadership style, I think, sometimes is, you know, one that's uh, – there's not enough of you <laughs> out there. Well, um, you know, what, what's yeah. really key for me, too, is that it, it really does work both ways. And Jenna, our relationship is a, a great example. Um, it's true. We started our relationship together as uh, mentor and mentee. But you dial forward, uh, you know, a number of years, at least a decade, uh, where we both um, took on other adventures. 
But when I decided to leave the corporate environment and migrate to an entrepreneurial ecosystem, you were one of the first people that I called and we reversed the roles, right? I became your mentee and you became my mentor. And uh, that was something that was really treasured uh, and is continues to be treasured because just because you start at one as a mentor and then the other one as the mentee doesn't mean that we don't flip and we have flipped, right? And then we continue to flip again, right? So uh, it's, it's, it's a very nice symbiotic relationship. It is. And I mean, and it, it, that's that whole listening and learning, right? I mean, being humble enough just to listen, learn from other people, take it in, and, and then, you know, with your heart, <laughs> pursue your passion. Has there been a time for you, uh, you know, either in the course of your career or personally where you felt tested? You know, it's been hard for you to kind of live up to your own expectations of yourself uh, and to live up to your legacy. You know, that's a great question. And, you know, I can share really kind of a recent experience of which you have walked with me um, on the on this journey. Uh, I had spent um, the prior five years living overseas uh, in Shanghai, and I made a personal decision um, to move back to the U.S. uh, where my parents are actually um, here still in Texas. And I wanted to be more accessible. And so with that kind of personal decision kind of tucked in uh, and being made, uh, I also reflected on the fact that having um, worked in regional and global roles, I was on an airplane all the time, right, in a different country almost every other week. And, you know, when you sit on the plane, you're thinking, if I only had time to do fill in the blank, right? Um, So I decided that when I made this decision to come back to the U.S., I was going to take some time and fill in the blank, right? So I did my whole friends and family tour and I took a self-imposed sabbatical. Um, And that self-imposed sabbatical was really about searching for what did I wanna do for my 2.0? And this is where we actually started having some really good conversations. And that was also kind of my impetus to say, you know, I wanna really explore maybe what this entrepreneurial kind of world is all about. Uh, Am I a founder? Uh, do I want to uh, join a, a startup? Do I want to join a mid-sized company? Where is it that I want uh, to go? And uh, that was a journey that required a lot of self-reflection and patience. And I have to admit, especially for myself, I don't have a lot of patience, um, but I really forced myself into kind of this reflection of what is it that you want out of your 2.0? And I kind of had to make my personal list. Um, I will have to say, first of all, it was an absolute blessing, uh, a real blessing to be able to take the time, but it was really tough to take the time. So while I was very, very grateful um, uh, to have this uh, reflection moment, um, it was really tough because I'm used to having, you know, either the next thing to go to or, you know, a a goal in mind. And because I left this open-ended, it wasn't easy. But what I learned through it is that if if you have the luxury of choice, so if you have this luxury, don't compromise on what is important to you. And I had to keep that in the front of my mind with lots of opportunities, lots of ways to go to, you know, get into this entrepreneurial world, lots of pathways to choose. Don't compromise on what's important to you. And I know that you and I've talked about that 
many, many times. Oh, yes. <laughs> we, we've had that conversation many times as I've also been on my mini self-imposed sabbatical uh, sitting with that question uh, quite a bit. And you've been amazing and uh, very patient with me, Christine. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think, you know, this led you, this, this whole exploration that you did over a year led you to Gathered Foods. Uh, I know yes. we didn't talk much about it, but tell us what you're doing right now. Yeah, you know, uh, Gathered Foods is uh, um, a wonderful, wonderful um, organization which has got um, a commitment um, to uh, leave a also leave a legacy, right? Um, our mission is to propel change. And so, you know, I like this. I like being able to create new things and to get into white space and being on the leading edge of a nascent industry. So, you know, Gathered Foods is about propelling change um, through craveable plant-based foods so that all beings and our planets can thrive. And, you know, as we've created this mission, uh, we also are founded on um, four values, which are respect, innovation, courage, and compassion. And we are the makers of a consumer brand called Good Catch. And Good Catch is a chef-driven, innovation-focused, 100% uh, alternative seafood protein. And uh, we have a number of different uh, uh, products out on the market um, today. We have our uh, shelf-stable tuna in three flavors, naked, Mediterranean, and oil and herb. And we also have launched um, our frozen line uh, just uh, last year, the middle of last year, which is uh, plant-based fish burgers, crab cakes, and Thai fish cakes. And uh, really, really proud of the consumer response. Uh, and so we're really happy to be able to deliver um, taste and texture and comparable protein um, for, for everyone. So uh, um, it, it's, it's a foray into um, a space which is being created and developed. Um, and I just love being part of part of this to be able to uh, to have fun, but also uh, to do good. So I mean, I think that uh, it's it's a real privilege to be able to be part of the part of the team. Yeah, and they're very privileged to have a tiger mama uh, at the helm. I think if you talk to the team, they would agree that they do have a tiger mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I they are very lucky. As somebody who has worked with you, they are very lucky. I'm very excited about where Gathered Foods is going to go, um, and what's next for Good Catch, and and probably some other other brands. I assume at some point. So uh, it's uh, they have the right leader because you have a lot of good uh, consumer goods experience to bring to the table. And uh, congratulations, Gathered Foods, for a great decision. Uh, this is the, the time where I'd like to ask kind of a random question. So I've got a sure. list of random questions here. Okay. At 1 so through 25, <laughs> you get to pick. <laughs> 1 through 25, what do you pick? 8. 8, all right. Ooh, who's someone in your life who's oh. unique, special, and different complements you perfectly? Oh, compliments me. Yeah. Hmm. They have something that, that compliments yours. I mean, balances. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hmm. Don't be embarrassed, but okay. I'm going to choose you. Huh. 
<laughs> why no, is that? I mean, really? Yeah. Really? Okay. So why, why is that? I mean, I think that we both have big company background. We've both now gone into a startup or entrepreneurial situations. Um, I would say that uh, we complement each other a lot because we we have a lot of earned trust and respect for each other. Um, but we come at, I think, uh, our I think our problem solving comes. It's from it, it, they're from different angles. So I really appreciate the way you kind of break down a situation where your mind goes and, you know, how you kind of come up with different solutions. Uh, and then when we talk about it, I'm also, cause I have an engineering background, right? So I'm very methodical about how it's going to, how it's going to work. I might do some free thinking and I, and I will do the free thinking and force myself to think outside the box, but then I try to package it up. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when we talk, you're more of a free thinker, right. And yeah. you like to kind of go in these different directions and so that challenges me, right, in yeah. terms of uh, thinking, because I respect you so much for the intelligence and the creativity that you put on the table. So that's that trust and respect part. So, I mean, I think that um, this, the diversity in our ability to problem solve, it's so interesting because, you know, I'm very methodical um, in the way I think, but just because of my background. And I, I love forcing myself to get outside of the box and, and brainstorm, but eventually I try to collapse it back down into to the box, <laughs> right? And so you're much more of a free thinker and you have uh, ideas that just kind of permeate all different parts of the space. And so when we talk, uh, um, it's fun because you challenge me uh, and we always end up you know, with some interesting solution to whatever it is that we're talking about just because of the way that we process things and the way we think, but it's because it's all based though, uh, on this, this foundation of trust and respect for each other. Yeah, it is. And I think, I think the cool thing is because we think differently, we, we still arrive at the same conclusion. It's just, we get there differently. And I, I do love that. And, um, I do like how you break things down because you're right. I'm like this, <laughs> and then I get there. Um, well, I, you know, thank you for, for sharing that. And thank you for the compliments. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, as, th as a thank you for you being on the show, I, I really want to make sure that we can give back to an organization that you'd like to see in free and, uh, and, and have our viewers support uh, and get to know. And so you want to share a little bit about Mission Blue and uh, why Absolutely. you chose it? Absolutely. I mean, we are so excited to be able to create a partnership uh, with, with Mission Blue and support Mission Blue and, the, and their uh their, their mission, because they are um, really about um, uh, creating marine protected areas, which they call hope spots. And uh, the organization is led by just a legendary oceanographer, and her name is Dr. Sylvia Earle. And um, Jen, I'm so glad that you, you asked the question. I, I pull a quote from her that I, because I think it's so meaningful and one of the reasons why we support Mission Blue at Gathered Foods. Um, and I'm just going to read it to you because I think it's pretty powerful. This is by uh, Dr. Earl. I wish you would use all means at your disposal, films, expeditions, the web, new submarines, to create a campaign to ignite public support 
for a global network of marine protected areas. Hope spots large enough to save and restore the blue heart of the planet. And I just, I just love the way that she describes uh, because at Gathered Foods and with Good Catch, we are so um, committed and compelled uh, to ensure that we are living a sustainability promise, right? And supporting living oceans. Christine, you know, you talk about your USD being about listening and learning and and doing everything with your heart. And this is an opportunity for all of us to join you in in helping protect the planet, uh, a tiger mama for the planet, for the world we live in, um, and for sustainable uh, agriculture and foods. So with that, I'd ask everyone to please donate to Mission Blue. You can click on the link. We'll have it again later. Uh, All you do is scan your phone against that QR code, and it'll take you right to the page to donate money because we'd love to support this important organization. Christine, yeah, I want to thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being on the show. I am so appreciative for you in my life. Uh, It is uh, wonderful to share you with the world. And um, I uh, look forward to our next uh, mentor-mentee conversation and see which one's in which place. I am looking forward to it. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me and um, wishing you all the best. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. And thanks, everyone, for joining this episode of Sea and Free Studio. You can always check us out at seeandfreestudio.com. You can check us out on YouTube or LinkedIn. Make sure to subscribe so you come back every time and meet some of our incredible guests. And with that, it's a wrap. 